here we are. Here we are. Here we will be for so many more days to come. So Ohio is now on a stay-at-home order, care of Governor Mike DeWine, who I wouldn't normally be cheering for, but he seems to be taking this seriously and responding in an appropriate manner. So, you know, hats off to Governor DeWine. Ohio is at a stay-at-home order, and that began at midnight today. Midnight today. So, really, really, here we are. Someone posted on social media something that was very helpful to me. It said, stay at home is pretty vague, but what does that mean? That means that you should stay at home if at all necessary and go to the grocery store once a week, which is clear, you know? Don't go out for silly, stupid things, which means that I should not invent excuses to go to Target, but go to the grocery store once a week. I had to go to CVS today to pick up a prescription for my asthma medication. That's legit. I probably won't go anywhere else except for walks, but that's where we are. Okay, that was my intro. Let's talk about the overall from today. I'm not going to go back and discuss the last couple of days because, one, I am more committed to being back to an everyday rotation, and two, it overwhelms me to think that I need to go back and review the whole past. Um, So let me see. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, today is Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. And I have to think (laughs) very intentionally about that because the days are starting to blur together. Yikes. Well, today was today was a pretty good day. I woke up and I was energized. I did my yoga routine to a Coldplay song. I don't normally like Coldplay all that much, but there's something about Coldplay in the morning and there's something about Coldplay while I'm doing yoga that feels tolerable. So this morning I did a few sun salutations to the song The Scientist. And let me tell you, you can do some luxurious sun salutations over the course of the song The Scientist. So that's how I started the morning. I came on for morning prayer via the school that I work for. And then I did the morning things of taking a shower and making some breakfast and getting situated for the day and then meetings 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 and it was really nice to see people it was really good to see people and to connect I learned about a new piece of technology that's going to transform my class and I'm very excited about that Um, because so far I teach a music class, and so far our music class has been reading about something that I find on NPR and then writing about it. And that's fine, because we could always use more reading and writing practice, but that's not really what music is about. So it's nice to be able to do something new. 
Um, meetings, meetings, meetings forever. By the time I got to the afternoon, I was a little bit um, fatigued. <laughs> fatigued of looking at a screen, fatigued of doing anything of substance. So I kind of sat for a while and then I went for a lovely walk. I went for a lovely walk with Rachel and we walked around, we basically walked around the area between our two houses. Um, and on the way back, we saw Sam, someone that we work with who is living in the neighborhood and who is a phenomenal person. And it was right at the end of our walk and it was such a pleasant surprise. And it was right at the moment when I was starting to feel like real existential dread about this quarantine situation. The fact that we can't gather, the fact that we have all of this free time, but we have to be separate from each other. Um, and then a person that I would normally see in a, you know, like a pretty social setting was just right there on the street. And we um, stood on the corner at a socially responsible distance, of course, and we chatted for a little bit. We talked about how we were feeling and we talked about um, work and talked about <laughs> things that we've observed in the, you know, in these strange new times, like pandemic runners. Not everyone is a runner. I'm not a runner, full disclosure. I don't run. But I noticed there were a lot more people running and, you know, not placing any value judgment on people's motivations or reasons, but like some of these people are pandemic runners, you know, like they are running to outrun the panic that they're feeling in their spirits. They don't do this every day. They're doing this today because the gyms are closed and because if they don't run, then they're going to murder their significant other. You know, that's just what it is. And again, no value judgment, but I can tell. <laughs> so we talked about that and then we, you know, went our separate ways and it was very lovely. And then I came home and I roasted some vegetables and here we are. So that's the overall. The last thing that I want to do is read something that was sent to me. Um, I've been doing this thing for school. It was a campus ministry slash student activities slash administration like a whole lot of people thought that it would be wise for us to send an email every day to stay connected and share information with each other and share prayer requests. And what this has evolved into is if people have beautiful things that they want to share out, they send them to me. And then I send an email every morning to the rest of the community. Like, here are the beautiful things. Here are the prayer requests. Here are the wellness resources, and have a great day. So, this is something that I received today, and I'm going to read it. And I guess I just want to preface it by saying that this is something that has come up many times over the last seven, eight years. It's something that we've recited to each other a lot 
in the time that I've been at my school, and it always speaks perfectly to the moment that we're living in, you know? It always has some wisdom for us. So it's really nice to see it again at this time because <laughs> it's just always right on time. And this is the this is the prayer that's attributed to Oscar Romero, but not in fact written by Oscar Romero. It helps now and then to step back and take a long view. The kingdom is not only beyond our efforts, it is even beyond our vision. We accomplish in our lifetime only a tiny fraction of the magnificent enterprise that is God's work. Nothing we do is complete, which is a way of saying that the kingdom always lies beyond us. No statement says all that could be said. No prayer fully expresses our faith. No confession brings perfection. No pastoral visit brings wholeness. No program accomplishes the church's mission. No set goals and objectives includes everything. This is what we are about. We plant the seeds that one day will grow. We water seeds already planted, knowing that they hold future promise. We lay foundations that will need further development. We provide yeast that produces far beyond our capabilities. We cannot do everything, and there is liberation in realizing that. This enables us to do something, and to do it very well. It may be incomplete, but it is a beginning, a step along the way, an opportunity for the Lord's grace to enter and do the rest. We may never see the end results, that is the difference between the master builder and the worker. We are workers, not master builders. Ministers, not messiahs. We are prophets of a future, not our own. Also speaks to me because it takes me back to um, to a job experience that I had when I was in college where I was a music minister for a program and we had a song that we would sing that used the line we are prophets of a future not our own and if I hadn't done that program, I probably would not have applied for the next program that made me a teacher. And I would not have applied at St. Martin, which put me in the position that I am in now. So, um, yeah. Again, <laughs> those words are always right on time. Right on time. So, grateful for that. I think that's it for today. 
But the last thing that I want to talk about is productivity. Productivity and expectations. And one of the things, I mean, this time, let me start by saying this time has been harder than I expected it to be. I miss the freedom. I miss the security. I miss going outside without being paranoid that I'm going to catch something or transmit something. Um, I miss being able to see people freely. And I think that there are probably blessings for me in not having complete freedom, you know, like (laughs) if for whatever reason I was not in school for all of this time and I was just, you know, free as a bird and everything else was normal, would I probably just be at, you know, the place down the street drinking with all of my friends and hanging out every night without being very intentional? Maybe, you know, maybe. But this time is what it is. And it's making me think about how we live and how we can live differently afterwards. And Rachel and I were talking during our walk about feeling productive and feeling guilty when we are not productive. And there have also been posts circulating on the social media platforms about parents, God, people who are raising children, who are keeping small people alive, and who are faced with the task of not just keeping those small people alive, but one, entertaining them throughout the day, and two, maybe teaching them content, like teaching them how to read and how to do basic math and giving them some kind of educational foundation so that when things go back to normal, assuming they will go back to normal, um, you know, ensuring that they can be successful. And the fact that having to do all of those things, keep small people alive and also educate them, (laughs) there's a reason why, there's a reason why one person does not do all of those things. You know, there's a reason why we send kids to school. There's a reason why they're working parents, you know? And if anybody is trying to be a working parent and a teacher right now at the same time, some of the posts that are going around are saying they are encouraging people to be compassionate towards themselves because all of those various roles are full-time jobs, you know, Um, to be a teacher, to be a parent, to be a stay-at-home parent, to be a working parent. All of them require so much energy and so much intention that if any, if having to do all of those things at one time is a struggle, then, (laughs) you know, that is understandable. And that's not my situation. Right now, it's just me and my cat, you know, and my cat hardly cares that I exist. 
I'm not responsible to anybody else during this situation. Um, but, 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 bringing it back, productivity, and the fact that there are so many pressures on us to be productive, to work the 40-hour work week all the time. It is just making me think and reflect on the idea that we are worthwhile human beings, everyone. Every human being is worthwhile and valuable regardless of what they are able to produce, regardless of what able, whatever they are able to accomplish. And I believe that, and I think that I mostly live it out, but I think that it's important that I say it and that I remember the conversation that Rachel and I had today, which was reiterating the fact that we are worth so much more than our productivity and that maybe the world would be better if we were not so focused on, you know, showering accolades on the people who do produce and who make and just reinforcing the dignity of all people regardless of what they produce. I'm not a hero. I don't know what that looks like entirely, but it feels very, very important. So if you're not writing your Pulitzer Prize novel during the quarantine, if you're not composing a, you know, an award-winning symphony orchestra, if you're not writing the next Tony award-winning play, if you're just satisfied to get through the day without, <laughs> you know, I don't know, drinking gallons and gallons of wine. I think that's fine. And I say that for the world, and I say that for myself, who has not managed to accomplish any of my pandemic, pandemic-only chores. Rachel cleaned a typewriter or is in the process of cleaning a typewriter. But I haven't done any of my special chores. I've hardly done my normal chores. So we are so much more than what we are able to produce and accomplish. And that's it. That's all that I have for today. Here we are. And here we will be. Happy, wait, what day is it? Tuesday. Happy Tuesday.